the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The views and opinions expressed by Ron Black and his guests are not necessarily those of KDOW or its management owners or advertisers and should not be construed as legal tax or investment advice. Always consult with the appropriate advisor before making any investment or financial planning decision. Insightful. Informative. Irreverent. We're ready. 1220 KDOW presents Rob Black and Your Money. Your source for breaking news, market updates, and successful investment strategies for the 21st century. Sounds like a great program. Getting you to retirement in today's market. So let's get on with the show. Taxes, family finance, insurance, the economy, technology, media, and entertainment. Rob is talking about it with you at 800-516-1220. So call in. We'll chat and uh, have some fun. Now to start your day with the latest news and market commentary. Here's Rob Black on the Bay Area's business leader, 1220 KDOW. Welcome in. Rob Black and your money. I'm Rob Black. The year is winding down. Isn't it fun? been a good year on wall street and wall street looks like it may have a little bit left in its tank if the news flow continues to be positive big seminar coming up retirement income and tax planning seminar double tree by hotel burlingame california thursday this thursday last one of the year and it is this week thursday the 14th 6 30 to 8 30 lots of information at the website and the commercials taxes, retirement planning, social security strategies, income taxes, income. Let's bring in CFP Chad Burton, talk a little bit about the messaging. How are you, Mr. Burton? Doing well, Mr. Black. How are you? Okay, good. So uh, I am nostalgic by the end of the year, but I digress. You mentioned on your show that some people are seeing 95% rate increases. That's egregious in their long-term care policies that aren't cheap to begin with. Why do people need it, and what's going on with these companies? It sounds like some people might be being priced out. Yeah, well, there's a there's kind of a pricing out issue a couple of years ago, okay. um, and even uh, long term care insurance companies started rating women a lot higher. Um, yeah, yeah. So it, it's more expensive for a female to buy a long term care insurance policy than a male now. And that used to, it used to be kind of a unisex rate, would they they would call it. But, okay. but here's the deal. First of all, why are we even talking about it? And it's because one of the biggest risk retirees face is the cost of long term care. Because by the time you reach the age of seventy, if you make it that far, there's a sixty percent chance you're going to spend some time in a nursing home. And so people there's still, no matter how much we talk about it, there's still this idea that when people retire and they get on Medicare, that, oh, that stuff's covered, right? You think older people, you think Medicare, you think nursing, oh, it's covered. But okay. the only way you're going to get any coverage from Medicare on a nursing home situation typically is that if you go into a hospital and you're there for three days in a row, um, and then within 30 days you need skilled nursing facility 
where there's, you know, a nurse, you know, almost by bedside near, not bedside, but on staff 24 hours a day. If you, if you go into that within 30 days of that three day hospital stay, then you might get a hundred days of coverage and that's it. And you're talking about a cost of a hundred grand a year or more in the Bay area. Um, so a couple of things, first of all, skilled nursing facilities is the least used of the different types. You have in-home health care, you have assisted living, you have, you know, all these different levels of care. Skilled is like the top. So when you're wondering why they get your grandfather out of the hospital within two days of a, you know, triple or quadruple bypass, yeah, I always feel like it's that, you know, it's like, oh, well, let's not let them stay in here for three days because they might end up on some of that coverage. That's what it feels like. Wow. Um, you're, you're, you're cynical. I, like well, it. I see it all the time. Okay. I'm with you though, but I'm just calling it as what is this? Yep, I know, I know. It's it's like is there a conspiracy between hospitals and the Medicare system? But um, so th- what happened was is that when the long term care industry started, and in terms of the types of type of insurance that are out there, life insurance and health insurance, long term care insurance is one of the youngest versions of it, and they drastically underpriced how much it would be used. So right. people that bought it a long time ago are paying very cheap rates. So they're, the, the newer people are kind of subsidizing those. And now a lot of these people that bought this long-term care insurance thinking that, oh, my premiums are locked in for life once I buy it, they're realizing that a company like Unum recently did can go to the state of California and say, hey, we've had way higher than expected claims for this class of people. We need to raise the rates. So the recent wave wasn't too bad. I had a client that uh, emailed saying, you know, I'm getting a 95% rate increase. What should I do? And when I read through the letter, their benefits that they bought, in other words, how much monthly benefit for nursing homes that they would get, there's a typically a 5% inflation amount so that your benefit continues to go up to keep up with inflation, but your premiums stay the same. All they had to do is drop from a 5% benefit increase annually to a 3.9% and their premiums could stay the same. But other people had to have you know, cut from like a six-year plan to a three-year plan to keep their benefits the same. So you want to make sure that you don't, if you get one of these letters, if you bought long-term care insurance, don't just like drop the insurance from anger. You know, don't be reactionary because once (laughs) it's gone, it's gone forever. I say that about taxes too. Don't don't not pay your taxes to the IRS just because you're mad about it because they will uh, haunt you for a long time. As I know, um, I dated an IRS agent, and I'll tell you this. It, the breakup, you have to do it better than I did it. Anyhow, and anyway, um, what if you're 55, 60? Because that's kind of a – and I hate this, Chad, because as I get older, I want to learn less about getting old and dying and retiring. But I need to learn more about getting old and needing income and such. What if you're 55, 60 thinking about retirement? What are your options for paying for some of this stuff? It's expensive. It is. A couple of things. You can't go in blind to an insurance agent and expect to get advice, right? They want to sell you coverage. That's how they they will find a way to get commission. Absolutely. They'll make you believe whatever plan that you're getting in then because they believe it. That's they're they're taught to believe and sell it. So, and a lot of people do need long-term care insurance, but that's the perfect age. You need a full comprehensive financial plan where you can look out based on your expenses that you've carefully gone through, your taxes from, you know, where are you drawing your money from and how much taxes are you going to pay? Do you have enough in retirement? You should be able to have a financial plan where you can click on something and say, okay, I'm going to have X number of assets left over when I'm 85 at the current rate. Um, And that includes inflation and everything else so that you say, okay, 
at that point, you can model in you or your spouse going into a nursing home for three to five years, what happens to the survivor? And if one of them is going to run out of money, then you need to look at the long-term care insurance. So you need a financial plan first. So you can say, Am I, do I have enough? Can I afford to pay for this risk on my own? And that would be like, let's say you're 65 and you're you know, only living off 2% of your portfolio. Maybe you can self-insure. If not, maybe you look at long-term care insurance. People should look at their employer. That's one plan that's typically really good to get through your employer. Yeah. Um, or you look at the cost of the the just straight long-term care insurance on your own, or maybe you've got one of these old life insurance policies that your dad or your grandfather, or your mom or grandma told you to get to build up this cash value. And you got this policy, this life insurance policy that you're never going to use the cash value. Uh, it's nice, but it's not doing much for you. Now you can roll uh-huh. those over into a policy where you can increase your death benefit but use that death benefit early to pay for long-term care. And those policies have really matured, Rob, in the last couple of years to be actually not a bad deal for retirees. Um, And that way, it's not wasted. Either you use it while you're alive or the death benefit goes to somebody after you pass away. Um, And then the final thing is, is that once you do that financial plan and you realize that you really don't even have enough to retire, you are retired and you're gonna eventually, you know, be living off the equity of your home that's the type of person that doesn't need the insurance. They're likely going to end up on Medi-Cal, which is the poverty program to pay for long-term care issues, which is a, it's a bad plan to have, but that's, you know, you got to be realistic if that's your situation. One final idea, um, dump your older spouse and marry someone five years younger or a fitness instructor. <laughs> yeah. And pass the risk off onto them. Exactly. I like it. Thanks very much, Chad. Uh, we got about 30 seconds. Uh, how do you want to plug the seminar for us? Uh, well, the, you know, we talk about the cost of retirement. We talk about how to manage your portfolio, when to peel gains off the table, uh, taxes, how to keep your taxes lower for longer to help offset the idea that we have lower interest rates on our bonds and CDs. So really good event. Sounds good. We'll see you there. And let me plug your location where they can find you and see what Chad Burton looks like. You find him at newfocusfinancial.com. That's newfocusfinancial.com. You can sign up for the event Thursday, 6.30 to 8.30 in Burlingame. It's the last event of the year, Doubletree by Hilton Hotel. Sign up at newfocusfinancial.com. Making financial sense of your portfolio. Now, back to Rob Black and your money on AM 1220 KDOW. Welcome in, Rob Black and your money. I'm Rob Black. Thanks for listening to the show. Hopefully, you'll come to the event if you've never been to an event. I'm not going to live forever. I'm not going to do this forever. And um, I've it's been a joy of my lifetime to do live events. I've met some of the coolest people like Steve the Trucker. Um, I've met some pretty cool people. I, I've met someone who is the co-star. <laughs> Talking about a bad brush with greatness. She was the co-star on the Top Gun TNT show. Whoa. So she played the Kelly McGillis version of TNT's or USA Network show. <clears throat> but what was interesting about her was, um, and this was 20 years ago, so I don't think I'm outing any major secret here. Uh, her and her husband... He worked at Oracle, and uh, they met at me after the seminar. They're like, hey, you want to go for a beer? I'm like, sure. I'm, I think I'm pretty approachable. 
And uh, after the event, sitting down with him with Chad, and uh, it's probably Chad, Chad's same CFP uh, income and retirement seminar that he's going to be doing Thursday in Burlingame. And uh, so we're we're doing kind of like a, a late night dinner slash drink. And uh, she goes, so the guy, he's so proud of his wife. She's beautiful. She's an actress on a TV show. God, he's so proud of her. And uh, he's like, she she was the number two dominatrix in San Francisco in 2001 or something like 2000 something. And I'm, <laughs> the first thing that came out of my mouth is like, how how do you feel about being number two in being in, in the dominatrix? world because that's the only thing i could think of like what do you have to do to like do you go home and practice like do you get the rocky music going so that you can be number one next year and she just looked at me like weird sense of humor human she looked at me like she didn't know what i was talking about anyhow he was proud of it I'm Rob Black, big event Thursday night, income and retirement, wealth and retirement, basically a lot of the things that you need to know. We've trimmed it down so it's kind of fast and furious. Um, come to the event in Burlingame, Doubletree by Hilton. You can sign up for the event at newfocusfinancial.com. While you're there, there's some great downloadables. Um, so educate yourself. That's my biggest thing at this point in time to push people on. Alibaba sold a record amount of stuff yesterday on Singles Day. Interesting, right? 11-11, a made-up holiday. We should have more made-up holidays, especially if we can get off work. Are you with me? Or are you against me? Something tells me you're going to be against me on that one. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Anything you want to talk about, we can talk about. The rise of 401k plans. It's been about 40 years, and I don't know the exact year. I want to say it was 77, 78. It was somewhere right around there that Congress kind of created something awesome. It was a pension replacement plan because they started seeing, hey, we're not a steel country anymore. We're not a a union country anymore. So workers aren't going to be getting income in retirement. Yeah, no kidding. So we became, uh, instead of the company guaranteeing your retirement, and sometimes they would go bankrupt for whatever reason, and then people's retirements could have gone bankrupt, so we created a pension guarantee. Awesome. That taxpayers bail out the person who has a pension. It's interesting, because you know people have a pension, and other people bail out people who fall through the cracks of society and don't have enough income, social security income. It's interesting on, like, who do we not bail out? Like, should we bail out people with pensions? They didn't ask for the company to go bankrupt, right? So Americans aren't saving enough, even though we have a pretty great system in place. If you elect me president of the United States, which I do not want you to do, but if you want to write in my name, the one thing or the one of my policies will be everyone gets a 401k the first time you scoop ice cream. The first time you sell lemonade, the first time you report any income to the IRS, you're, you're put into the 401k. And automatically, the government saves 3%, 4%, 5%, whatever in your name. I, and if you don't have to pay Social Security taxes, uh, I'd be in that. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Typically... 
Patrick O'Hare calls in on Tuesdays. He's not going to be able to today. You know why? Because there's an Arctic blast of air pushing through the country. And you've probably been on your computer and your homepage. You've seen me. 170 cities in America will be frozen this weekend. People die. Please, please check in on your elderly people. But uh, this is interesting because Patrick O'Hare works in Chicago, and basically the trains are running massively late today. So he's not going to be on the show today because of weather. It's a funny thing to me that I think about that, and I think about the business that he works for and how they get free advertising and promotion here. I love Patrick O'Hare. I I love what – I've never met him. I love what briefing.com does. I think it's a great source of information. Um. But weather, like hurricanes, can take people out of work, but they can also create a lot of work, right? You think Uber drivers and Lyft drivers are doing better today because it's cold and frozen and trains are running late? I bet they are. So I I don't know if you're seeing it the way I see it, and maybe I'm a little bit sick in the head because everything to me is financial. Um, I give speeches to big corporations at times, and sometimes they give me their... I ask, always ask if I'm going to talk to the employees, can I see your HR packet so I can go over with them what they're missing out on. And some of them are amazing, some of the perks that you get. Like if you adopt a kid, you have $3,000 credit. Not, not all companies offer the same benefits. Some companies like Apple, Steve Jobs liked a sushi chef so much in Palo Alto that he bought them, put his restaurant in Apple's, on Apple's campus, and it's a perk. It's a benefit, but you should read your benefits. If you haven't, you should. Tyson Foods takes a tough man to make a tender chicken. Their earnings came up a penny shy of expectations. I think there's probably a case to say there's only so many companies in the world that can pound out that much meat. And do you want to invest in that? Or do you see Tyson Foods being hurt in the future as people look for plant-based alternatives? CBS Corporation, which is a media company that we haven't quite figured out their streaming strategy. They've got their streaming strategy. It's just not quite effective because no one talks about it and no one's talking about it in the, oh, this is one of the top five players now. It's it's not even a top five player, it feels like. But uh, they're out there. And the reason I bring them up is a lot of people think that it's cheap stock and you could actually get a good deal on it. I don't know if I believe that myself, but I'm not saying I'm just I'm passing on the word. Dr. Horton exceeded expectations, and they provided reassuring uh, uh, guidance going forward. Dr. Horton, big home builder, for them to be one of the big five and say, okay, things look good for next year, it, it gives a little bit of stability to housing prices. It gives a little bit of foundation. Now again, that's just an opinion. Hey, things look great next year, and that can go to heck in a handbasket. You get a nuclear strike, you get a terrorist activity, you get a war in the Middle East, and people may get nervous and not purchase a new home, but they're a pretty good tell. Uh, You should have a lot of these in your pocket. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial. Come to the big event this Thursday in Burlingame. Putting the burr back in winter. Double tree by Hilton, income and tax planning seminars. In Burlingame, sign up at newfocusfinancial.com. Use the code RADIO25 to get in for free.
Your comments and questions are always welcome. Visit Rob Black online at robblack.com. Now, back to Rob Black and your money on AM 1220 KDOW. Black talking all things financial money, investing, and more. Uh, big event coming up this Thursday. I would love to see you there. You'll get some information that you haven't gotten before. I promise you. Um, they're great events. Um, if you've been to more than two or three, don't come. They're not that great. And you're kind of just taking someone else's seat, so to speak, which ain't cool. Um, some headlines that jump out at me today, and it, it shows you that life is all about money. A San Diego state suspends all fraternities after a student death. Now, I, I probably imagine there's a lot of alcohol involved or something like that, and I kind of see Dean Wormer from the Animal House movies. Oh, we'll get you five, eight, a kappa, or what have you. I see all that in my head, right, when I see a story like that. I don't even want to read the story. But one of the things I regret about my college days is I was an arrogant little kid that I played sports. I lived in my own little world. I ate a lot of salads. Um, I I knew how to do it. And what I regret is I didn't join a service fraternity or something. I joined Ultimate Frisbee and we won. We came in second like uh, college tournament, which I think it's actually gained more popularity. I could throw a disc really well. Um, but I didn't make friends with anyone on the team. I didn't. So what I'm saying is I didn't network enough. If there's one thing I would tell you to tell your kids, have them network. If your kid says to you, Mom, I love you so much. I want to live with you forever. No, 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 no. You need to go get some friends, Junior. So that's what I see in that story. Do you? Does your head work like this too? It's all about money and networking. And I don't want to say I'm greedy because I'm not. But I know people that out of college, they could hit any major city in the United States because they were in a fraternity or a sorority. My sister was in a sorority, a business sorority. I didn't get it at the time, but I get it now. All your buddies on video games, great. But actually network and get to know them and and, uh, find out what city they're in. So if you got a friend and you're playing Call of Duty and he lives up let's say 10 miles outside of uh, Bend, Oregon, you're doing one of those trips up to Portland or something like that, go visit them. Network. That's the phrase that pays today, right? 800-516-1220 to get your calls in the air. Stories like this, Jewel is laying off 650 workers, plans to cut spending by a billion dollars as it races for a big hit. Um, I look at that and go, wow, there's a lot of things in, in the world that happen too fast. Uh, flavored pods, tutti frutti, teenagers trying to look cool, vaping at school. I don't know. It's when I asked Chad because he had the teenage kids. He says my kids think it's stupid, but apparently some kids didn't. I look at this story as there's a lot of crazy things in the world, and even though Jewel not publicly traded, they were probably on the path to it. And, you know, definitively, the Philip Morris's of the world got burned. Check your humor here. Uh, but Philip Morris got burned on Jewel. And the next thing that the tobacco companies are going to try is, like, heated tobacco. Not not on fire, just heated. And I go, wow, it's all about product to me. Everything I see in the world is all about product on Wall Street. 
800-516-1220 each calls on the air. President Trump is going to give a speech today. Uh, a lot of people think it's going to be about uh, trade. Uh, you take a look at the other calendar and, you know, you see tomorrow that impeachment stuff starts hitting the TV. Huge. And trade on Tuesday. Positive news. Maybe people won't notice impeachment on Wednesday. You see, do you see the trend or am I now? Am I being too cynical? I love that, by the way, when Chad Burton said uh, it's almost as if his hospitals and insurance companies got something working together. Because uh, you always get dismissed a little bit early. There was a big kick in, the, in around the 1990s of women giving birth and doctors letting them go the next day. And like, whoa. Because there's still a lot of stuff going on down there, even after the baby's out. Whoa. Uh, a lot of people are like, that's sexist. You're sending her home to potentially die. Really? I, a lot of people have that cynical angle. Simon Cow. Ye of the Sony hacks, famous for wanting his position on America's Got Talent, so he could be on American television. Um, not my kind of guy. Wife stealer. Uh, fear of missing out on a rally is one of the reasons I tell people they just got to invest. So usually a conversation goes something like this with me. People are like, yeah, Rob, I really want to invest. I want to do what you do. I want to take your advice, but I feel like the market's at an all-time high. So they have the fear that things are going too well and that they eventually have to go bad. The opposite of that is fear of missing out where people feel that they have to rush in. That actually helps you on Wall Street a little bit. Portfolio managers who spent the summer chilling, knowing that you know an impending recession was coming because in June we were pretty spooked about one. Remember the inverted yield curve? That was a story for about 10 days. Chad Burton came on the air and said it with cojones. Uh, just because it's inverted doesn't mean we're going into a recession. It could, but it does, doesn't mean it. You meet Chad Thursday in Burning Game. But um, a lot of portfolio managers spent the summer you know, on the sidelines. So you're now starting to see even lower levels of cash. Lower levels of cash is a funny phrase. And it should, it, it's kind of a thing on Wall Street where you kind of get the feeling on you know which direction Wall Street's going to go by how much cash. If they have a lot of cash, it's typically a, um, a sign that they think things are going to go lower. So what happens? It goes higher. If they have no cash, they're chasing performance and buying stocks. So kind of you have to think about it a little bit differently than the obvious. PG&E is offering $13.5 billion in compensation to wildfire victims. In doing so, the power company would be, is basically providing the same amount that a group of its creditors, led by Pacific Investment Management Company, PEMCO, and Elliott Management, has agreed to pay victims in a rival reorganization proposal. Um, Gavin Newsom is going, he's the governor of California. He's threatening a government takeover. The company can't come up with a viable reorganization plan soon. Interesting. The judge overseeing the case. Like, it's so many people that have their fingers in this pie. I can't invest in it. I can't tell you what to do with it. Because there's too many people saying too many things. So what's the company worth if Gavin Newsom says, um, we're taking, over, taking it over? 
Now, what's it worth that the judge hates utility companies? His, we secretly don't know this. His mother died in a fire. Like, what if he has a grudge? Or what's the opposite? What if his daddy worked for it? Like, there's so many things that we don't know. So when a company's this hot, I have no interest. The company still has liabilities of about $30 billion. And if you go back in time, I used a much different number, $13.5 billion. So someone's getting hosed out of $16 billion. Someone who promised them and didn't get it. So Newsom urged the judge overseeing PG&E's bankruptcy to delay a ruling on the insurance deal, describing it as nothing more than legal maneuvering by parties apparently more focused on securing the procedural advantages. It's That's a hot story, right? I can't invest in it. And all, it, the best part about it is it's the number one question I get, and it's the number one answer I can't give. And the, the worst part about the email is I get easily two of these a week. I know that you don't like people holding everything in one position is, is how it starts. Or I know that you've already said that, you know, bankruptcies, you know, we don't know what's going to happen, but I own 55,000 shares. What should I do? I'm like, oh, man. And I, it's, it stings because my answer is still the same. I don't know. That It's probably wasted money. But we don't know. And again... It just goes back in time of it was a bad idea. S&P 500 NASDAQ composite are setting new intraday highs. So we can do it again. Happy days are here again. Um, you get it, right? The market regularly make highs. But when it doesn't, you start forgetting that behaviorally and you assume the worst and you think you're going to be the one who loses out by not selling it last month. I'm still invested. Visa is aiming to acquire a significant minority stake in a company called InterSwitch. I've never heard of InterSwitch because I'm not on the cusp, the edge of financial technology. I'd be interested in though, if you know what I'm saying. Um, to learn more about the players or the disruptors, if Visa finds them important. I want to know why. Etsy, a very cool website if you're looking for Halloween costume ideas. If you're looking for things to buy that are not made by big, 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 big corporations. Um, rumored as a speculation target. Now, I love speculation, right? If Etsy gets acquired by, you could say Google, or you can say Amazon. Ooh, there you go. You have kind of an independent retailer thing going on with Etsy. Okay, so Amazon is a mate. eBay, maybe? Hmm. And that's where speculation stinks. Because you start coming up with other... You're spending other people's money, but they may not spend it that way. So it may not turn out as a good investment if you figure out what I'm saying. Because it may not happen. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial, money, investing, and more. You can find me online at Rob Black Show. Big Savar coming up in Burlingame this Thursday at 6.30. Sign up at robblackshow.com. Visit Rob Black online at robblack.com. Now... Back to Rob Black and your money 
on AM 1220 KDOW. Thursday, that's right, Thursday, Thursday evening, 63830 in Burlingame. You can sign up at newfocusfinancial.com. Use the code radio25 to get in for free. Snapchat, interesting company. We've learned a lot about IPOs, and history repeats itself. Some of them are great ideas that should be publicly traded, giving their founders a chance to kind of cash out and share the business with the world. When you buy a share of a company, you're basically a one-share owner. Oh, snap. things as investments where you're being an owner versus a piece of paper, you probably want to make bad decisions. You want to make as many bad decisions. Snap is an interesting one because they have a new product out. And my instant gut reaction tells me, and I could be very wrong on this. My instant gut reaction tells me it's a losing product. Let's talk a bit about it. Spectacles. They've tried this before. Now, I think Snap's really a cute little app for making messages that you don't want to live forever. Let's face it. You have so many pictures on your phone, and most of them are garbage, and you're going to look through them in the years to come, and you're going to go, why did I take a picture of this like avocado? And you won't even remember a snap though it's got the magic dust and it disappears so they've tried to say that they don't really want to be known as you know an app company they want to be a phone uh, not a phone company a camera company in the day and age where the camera kind of died right now it's built into our phones there used to be amazing second product where you had to have a phone and a camera when you went on vacation now you just need your phone for most people. But Snap's got some new glasses that let you add crazy effects. The effects are the fun part about Snapchat. When you can take a picture and show your kids, like, oh, you look, you look, you look amazing. Let me take your picture. And you take his, this picture and you turn it around on Snap. You put a filter on so he's got bug eyes and antennas. And he looks at it and he's like, ah, oh, you fooled me. There's cute, right? But Snapchat is selling a pair of spectacles that are $380. They've tried this before. They let you add new 3D and augmented reality effects to your videos and photos. And yesterday I did a story about, it looks like Apple's going to delay their phone, uh, their glasses to 2022, 2023 from 2020. And I, th- I personally, my gut reaction to that news was that's a good thing because right now we're all looking for the, to sell a lot of phones in 5G. Apple had an all didn't have an all hands meeting, but they had a meeting with their employees where they said we're working on something that we think is going to replace the phone in ten years, and it's going to be a pair of augmented reality glasses. There's a lot of augmented reality glasses out there right now, and some of them are horrific. Some of them are looking like a, a big bulky pair of swim goggles. If you take a look at Snap's Spectacles 3, if you go to Google or YouTube, you'll go, I ain't wearing that on my face. It's not quite ready yet, but then again, you're also not 20 years old. Have you seen what 20-year-old kids and 18-year-old kids will wear? They will wear anything. Uh, rainbow socks uh, that go up to their thighs with 
jean shorts with like you're like I didn't see that combination really, but you did it. So snap spectacles could work with a very young audience. Question is, will that very young audience ultimately become a very old audience from the Wall Street spectacle? Right. So the spectacles three are meant for mass consumption. Um, and their first version, Snapchat had to write off about forty million dollars in losses. Spectacles three are are aimed not at you. And I took my son around the newsroom yesterday, and I'm like, he doesn't want your job. He doesn't want to be a reporter. And the reporter's like, why? He wants to be a YouTube influencer. So the spectacle threes are aimed at the influencers and creators who want to add special effects to their Snapchat posts. Relatively small audience. So what Snap's trying to do is, is get it in the hands of the people who could potentially get it in the hands or get more snaps in the hands of younger people, of whoever they're influencing, right? Am I wrong with that? Are influencers typically slightly older than those who they influence? Let me think about that, but not right now. So the snap spectacles are meant for mass consumption. So you can't look at it and go, this is a loss, losing product. They should stick to their core competency. 90% of Snapchat's audience is comprised of 13 to 24-year-olds. They're also probably too expensive you know, for that audience. But if you can get them to f- put their face in front of your program again and again and again, that's the race. So Evan Spiegel, CEO of Snap, said more than 500,000 augmented reality lenses are available on Snapchat. Developers and partners will soon be able to build them for Spectacles 3, too. Spiegel saying that consumers will widely adopt augmented reality glasses in about 10 years. And again, now we're tying that back to yesterday's story about Apple, right? Snap could eventually become a very good acquisition target. I don't know if they're there yet because of the amount of money they're not making. But... You know, you have to make some revenue. You have to make some money to intrigue people. But Facebook still looks at... Facebook looks old, right? Um, if you're a Facebook shareholder, you almost want to say the phrase, thank God Zuckerberg bought Instagram. And think, you know, like... Do you know where I'm at with that? Because Facebook's getting a little tired. The people I see posting... Eh, been there, done that. Oh, guess what? It's Fitness Tuesday. Yay! Seen that one from Tanya too many times. Time done, friend, right? <laughs> Big event coming up Thursday evening, 630 to 830, Tree by Hilton Hotel, Airport Boulevard, Burlingame, California. Great place to stop by after work. Retirement planning is more complicated than ever. It can be hard to even know where to begin. Seeing all the essentials helps. Sign up at newfocusfinancial.com. Use the code RADIO25 to get in for free. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.